Hi everyone, welcome back this week on our podcast. I'm the co-host, Tahira Somal. And I am the other co-host, Kainath Pundir. Today, we will be joined by our fellow board members of Jindal Society of International Law. So this segment is being recorded bouncing off from an idea that a prospective member emailed our society asking for readings and references to pursue their interest in international law. So we thought that this was something that a lot of students wonder, including us in our initial days. So first, of course, I'd prescribe following this podcast regularly. That's a given. Other than that, I'd definitely say that you should have a look at this blog called Opinio Huris. It's a very well-known blog of international law and it really represents ongoing debates and issues written on by well-known scholars. Then first off, for public international law, a book that every student needs to refer to is International Law by Malcolm Enshaw. Then for private international law, Books and materials depend on specific areas of interest. A hack in this context would be, for example, if you are interested in international intellectual property rights, then go to WIPO's website, the World Intellectual Property Organization, and they in fact have an entire page of resources, including a free library. What other materials do you recommend on private international law, Kainath? That was very useful, Tahira. Now, I will speak to the sources most useful for those of you interested in international commercial law and international arbitration. These sources have been super helpful in my mooting experience and academic studies. So, for international commercial law, your go-to legislative text is the CISG or the United Nations Convention on Contracts for the International Sale of Goods. Try to get your hands on any commentary by either of the following professors, Professor Honnold, Professor Schwenzer, or Bianca and Bonnell. The CISG PACE database is your one-stop solution for researching case laws. To understand international trade terms, refer to the INCO terms updated and published by the International Chamber of Commerce on their website. Coming to international commercial arbitration, The main treaty guiding arbitration law in different member states is the New York Convention or the United Nations Convention on the Recognition and Enforcement of Foreign Arbitral Awards with 166 member states. International arbitration is governed by two kinds of laws, substantive law and procedural law, wherein substantive law refers to contractual or commercial laws of a particular jurisdiction, whereas procedural laws refer to the different arbitration rules preferred by parties, some of the most popular rules being the UNCITRAL Rules 2010, the ICC Arbitration Rules 2012, the LCIA Rules 1998, and so on. The go-to commentaries on international commercial arbitration are authored by Professor Gary Bond and Redfern and Hunter. For lighter reading, you could head over to the Kluwer Arbitration blog. Now, on to my fellow board members. Hi, this is Megha. Uh, Thanks to Tahira and Kainath for involving us in this conversation. There are a lot of good international law resources out there. And um, what you choose to follow should be dependent on the subject matter that you're interested in. I would recommend International Law Concentrate for anyone who's new to the subject. It's a very helpful study guide with a lot of fundamental concepts and contemporary examples. I personally find myself going to the Oxford Public International Law 
conflict of laws and the previously mentioned opinio juris for information. I would also recommend consulting the Max Planck Encyclopedias of Public International Law for any in-depth knowledge on a particular field. As you go on reading and researching, I'm sure you'll find several good avenues, but I think it's key to filter out information and try to consistently follow two to three blogs or publications for a period of time, where obviously the number of sources will depend on your particular field of interest and the work you're doing. Um, if you're a beginner, I would also recommend going the extra mile to find the authoritative text in your particular field of interest. It'll be a great reference point. Thanks. Thank you so much, Mega. Now we'd love to hear what Ishika has to share. Hello, everyone. In addition to the ample of resources provided by my colleagues, as someone who is new to international law, I have come to realize that having a basic understanding of the global context and global politics really helps with connecting with the subject matter. A great resource, in addition to this podcast, is the podcast series titled International Law Behind the Headlines by ASIF. The podcast will help you gain insight about what goes on beyond the titles we read and understand just how vast international law is. Furthermore, while this may seem obvious, the different reports published by the United Nations and its different organs become a great way to start your research or your quest for knowledge about a particular topic. International law as a subject is really vast, so my advice to you would be to cover the basics and then find the niche you're particularly interested in and make efforts to keep up with that niche. Understand the evolving legislations, the conflicts that come up, the political context and so on. That was some really good advice, Ishika. Now Ankit would be sharing some of his insights with us. My name is Ankit Malhotra. I'm the co-founder and president of the Jinder Society of International Law. My areas of interest in public international law revolve around the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea, submarine cables and their intersection with international law. And most recently, I have been involved in research on diplomatic and immunity laws and the governance of them. The research work which I am focusing on revolves around the readings and writings of a holy trinity of female uh, legal scholars, namely Eline Denza, Lady Hazel Fox, and Dr. Philippa Webb of King's College, London. Thank you. Thank you to all board members. Those are some great reference points to start off. As we heard, there is no dearth in available resources. You just need a budding interest to start off. There is no shortcut to reading and exploring your interests. Reading and continuous exploration would open up a world of opportunities to you. On that note, we hope you keep reading and listening to our podcast because we have some really exciting content on the Singapore Convention on Mediation coming right up for you. Stay updated and stay tuned. Catch you on the next episode of Vidhi.